For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone. I'm excited for today's topic. I really am. I feel like I talked about this a lot with my friends in, well, in the new year. We we had a crisis. Um, we call it metamorphosis. We also call it epiphany. We also just said that we were crazy. Um, so... I like really dove into this with my friends on literally, I think it was New Year's Day. Um, It's actually a very funny story and I'll get into it in a little bit because it was me, my best friend, Lindsay, and my best friend, Katie. The three of us are all besties, bestie girls. We were at the beach and we, we just had this crazy epiphany that Katie had actually the day before and Lindsay and I were looking at Katie like she was crazy and then we had it literally the next day. So there was something in the air that we were all supposed to be feeling, but I'll get to that story in a minute. Uh, It's really funny, but I'm very excited to talk about today's episode. It's something that I have felt very passionate about because it has changed my life, life's perspective for the better. And I just am a happier human because of it. So I'm very excited to dive into today's episode. It might be a little bit shorter, just because I don't have as much to update you guys about, about my personal life. And the topic itself isn't one that's like very long and doesn't really have tangible steps, like actionable steps. It's just more so me talking and you take for it what you will. So this might be a little bit shorter than normal. Um, but I have a ton of other episodes and I'm sticking to my new year's resolution. I haven't missed an episode. I'm very proud of myself. I really love this every week. So Woohoo! But I will say I downloaded DoorDash. I did. I did. I downloaded it. But 
I door dashed one thing yesterday. I door dashed um, an acai bowl from Sweet Aloha because how can I not? It was so nice out yesterday. I just had to have one. So I door dashed that and I door dashed Chick-fil-A to a friend's house the other day. So that's it though. That's why I downloaded it actually was to get Chick-fil-A. I don't know why they, why they didn't have it on their phone. People in my circle have DoorDash because they know that's how I roll. Anyway, I got it on my phone. Other than that, I'm, I'm doing okay with like the whole like cooking at home, not really eating out, doing takeout. Um, actually, that's such a lie. I'm not doing good this week. And you want to know why? I don't have a car. Well, that's a lie too. I do have a car right now, but it's not my car. Let me explain. Uh, two weeks ago, when you guys are listening to this, it would have been two and a half weeks ago. So two and a half weeks ago, I was driving home early in the morning and, you know, I'm on a road that you can go pretty fast on. So I'm hitting like 45, 50, maybe even 55, dare I say. And all of a sudden, I live in Pennsylvania. Okay. So there's woods in a lot of places and there's deer everywhere. So growing up, you always know to be mindful of the deer. And if you see deer when you drive, you know what you're supposed to do. You slow down. You say you flash your headlights. You honk if they're like staring at you to get them to keep on moving. You don't want to hurt the deer. Well, this day I was driving and literally, I think this deer wanted to die. Um, the deer ran into my car. I hit the deer, however you want to word it. Uh, I felt awful about it, but I also blacked out in the moment. So like I was driving, do, 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 do. And this deer completely runs in front of another car that was in the other lane. And I slam on my brakes as fast as I can, but it didn't even matter because whether I was at a standstill or going at the speed I was, this deer was out to get my car. And this deer slammed into the driver's side of my car that I was driving alone and like destroyed the front of my car, but nothing else. My windshield was fine. My airbag didn't go off. Like for me personally, it, it could have been so bad and it wasn't. So I'm so thankful. Um, as for the deer, I don't know what happened to it. Um, I know that I hit it. We collided. Um, there's tufts of, there were tufts of fur in my car. It was so sad. Um, and I think the deer went to the bathroom on my car because I think that happens in a moment of panic, I guess. Um, but I hit it and I literally like kept going. The deer went, I don't know where the deer went. It wasn't on the road. I don't think I didn't even like, look, to be honest, I literally blacked out. It was like fight or flight mode. And I just went, I don't know. It was like an instinct. Um, I don't know where the deer went, but I drove back on that road later that day and I didn't see it. So I'm hoping that it was resilient and went into the woods and is okay. That's what I'm hoping. I really honestly have no idea. But anyway, I called my mom and I was like, mom, I hit a deer. And she was like, can you drive your car? And I was like, yeah, I think so. 
So I turned into a corner and uh, I could not drive my car. So my car has been at the shop um, because of that for the past two and a half weeks. So that happened on a Friday. And I was like, I won't need my, I won't need a rental car for a weekend. And my insurance doesn't cover rental car because I got the cheapest car insurance that you could possibly get. So didn't get renter's insurance on my, on a car. So I was like, I won't need it. And then all last week, which is two weeks ago, when you guys are listening to this, two weeks ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to ride out this no car thing and just have people drive me. And people were driving me and it was fine. And then last week, a week ago on Monday, I really hit my breaking point. And I was like, all right, I need a car. My dear friend, Danielle, you guys all know and love Danielle, is away right now on a business trip in um, Pittsburgh. So she drove there, but her company let her get a rental car that they were paying for. So she was like, you can drive my actual car while I'm away and because I have this rental car. So my car is just going to be sitting at home. And I was like, oh my God, you would do that for me? Just like so nice. So I'm currently driving Danielle's car until she gets back. And then they said that my car will be done on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. So will I get a rental car? I don't know. For Saturday to Tuesday, I don't know. As of right now, I'm scheduled to get it, but I'm kind of thinking like it's sort of a waste of money because it's the weekend. So I won't need it on Sunday. I will need rides on Saturday, but I could just get a ride on Saturday. And then Monday, same thing. And then Tuesday, I get the car. So I can probably just like wait it out, you think. But anyway, um, I don't have a car. Why did I start talking about this? Oh, because DoorDash, because I haven't had a car. So I haven't been like, doing things for myself, (laughs) meaning I haven't been like going to the gym, going to the grocery store, going to do anything. (laughs) Like I've just been kind of at home and you know, nowadays you can get anything delivered. Like I can get groceries delivered, food delivered, like literally anything I want, I can get delivered, which is such a blessing when I don't have a car. It's kind of making me think, do I even need a car? Yeah, I do. Um, well, I guess I don't, but I, I would enjoy having the independence of a car. Um, so anyway, uh, I haven't been like cooking at home as much because I just haven't do- or, uh, Instacarted groceries to my house. And that's the honest truth. But anyway, um, wait, let's talk about cars though, because I was car shopping when I, so my car that I have now is um, like paid off. So I don't have a car payment right now, which is such a blessing, literally the biggest hype in the whole world. So I can get a new car um, if I want a car payment. So in my head, I'm like, all right, if I'm going to, you know, bring a car payment into my life, the car that I want has to be the perfect car that I want. Like my phone, for example, is also paid off. So I don't have a phone payment and I don't have a car payment. So I'm like, if I'm getting a new phone, my phone's got to be perfect. And I don't really care for like any of the new iPhones. To me, they all look like the same, the 10 that I have. So I'm like, whatever. Um, Maybe we'll try when what's coming out next, the 13. Uh, whenever that comes out, we'll see. But same with the cars. I was like, you know, just browsing. I've had my eye on a couple of cars So over the past like week, I've been like test driving cars and um, just like, you know, keep my options open, seeing what I like. And yesterday I test drove 
this one car at a Mercedes dealer. It was the craziest experience. Um, I guess I can tell the story. But as soon as I got done that, I was like, you know what? I'm brain dead from car shopping. And I've decided that I'm not getting a new car. I'm keeping my car. I love my car. I'm just going to put Apple CarPlay in my car because literally like I love my car. I think it's so great. It's such a great car. I love the interior. I just think it's beautiful. Love it. Um, but the, the thing that I keep looking for in all these new cars is Apple CarPlay and my car doesn't have it, but you can install it in the model of car that I have. So I'm just going to go do that. It's like $600 and I'm like, that's so much cheaper than buying a new car. So I'm just going to do that and then ask my birthday's in April. So I'm just going to ask for like an auto start thing for my birthday and I'm going to get my car detailed and then boom, it's like I have a new car. So Anyway, that's my that's my car update. But let me tell you guys about the story yesterday because it was it was crazy. So throughout this whole car journey of test driving cars that I'm I'm not getting, um, I was talking to some people that know much more about cars than I do because I truly know next to nothing when it comes to cars. And this one person that I was talking to, he's being so helpful. He was like, "You should ask to take the car home overnight." I've done that, and I was like you can do that. And he's like, yeah, you just, you know, take it home, see if you like it. And I was like, all right. So I, I go to test drive this one car. I didn't have the guts to ask to take it home. I got nervous. I didn't want to ask to take it home overnight. So I just test drove it, loved it, turned it in, whatever. But now I know that you can kind of take it home overnight. So yesterday when I'm recording this, so last Wednesday when you guys are listening, I went to go test drive this, this car. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not about this car. I don't like it. I knew at first glance, I was like, no way. But the guy was like, you want to test drive it? And I was like, oh, may as well. I drove here. May as well. So, um, I get in the car, I test drive it. And you know, my test drive was like maybe seven minutes tops. Like I knew I didn't like the car. So I was like, I really don't want to take it out long. But the guy that was helping us was like, oh yeah, like you can like, you know, take it down the main road, highways, you can go in the neighborhoods, like whatever you want, whatever you need. And I was like, okay. So take this test drive. Guy was very nice. Car was nice, but I just didn't like it. It just wasn't really my car. Wasn't screaming Tori. So I bring it back. I go inside and I go up to the guy at the front desk that wasn't the guy that was helping me. And I was like, hey, Where's the guy that was helping me? I need to give the keys back. And he was like, oh, let me call him. Calls him. And then he hangs up and he goes, oh, he's busy right now. And I'll, and he's like, did you like the car? And I was like, yeah, but if he's busy, like, don't worry about it. I have his, like, number or something. Um, here's the keys. Have a good day. And he was like, okay, have a good day. So then I left. Whatever. About two hours later, it's about 7.30 now, I get a text from the guy that was helping me that was busy. And he's like, hey, sending out a search party. You good? And I was like, oh, maybe he said that because like I didn't follow up with him after the test drive. I kind of just like drove it, left the keys and left because the guy told me he was busy. And I was like, well, I'm not buying it. And I don't want to look at any other car, so I'm not going to waste his time. So I left. Anyway, so I was like, huh, kind of weird. But I didn't answer because I was like, kind of weird. And then the guy called, but I wasn't by my phone. Didn't answer it. Left a voicemail. Didn't look at the voicemail. And then two minutes later, I get another text. Now it's like 745 or something. And the guy's like, seriously, dot, dot, dot. Are you okay? And I was like, 
wait, what? So I go to look at the voicemail and pretty much he's like, hey, just like checking to see when you guys are going to be back with the car. Like, you know, it's no problem, but like we close soon. So just like, let me know. So I'm like, oh my God, he thinks I have the car that I dropped off like two and a half hours ago. So I call him right away and I'm like, hey, like, do you still think we, I have the car? And he was like, yeah, yeah, don't you? And we were like, no, 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 no. Like I dropped the car off like two hours ago. Like the guy at the front told us that you were busy and I didn't love the car. So I just gave him the keys because I didn't want to, you know, waste your time. And we got on our way and he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, it was like the craziest thing because I don't know. I guess it is that easy. I mean, two and a half hours later for a test drive and they were so like, hey, like when are you coming back? Like so easy um, to just take a car out for a very long time. An expensive car that you don't own yet. I mean, they had my license so they could easily have like called the cops. I don't know what they would have done, but yeah, it was just the craziest thing of how easy I could have had this car. Like I could have went to dinner in this car. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they would have been like, hey, how'd you like it? So it was just wild. Like I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm so stupid when it comes to cars. Like I really don't know anything. Like I have other people always do all the talking for me because I really don't know anything. I just feel like they're going to take advantage of my stupidity, for, honestly. Um, so I let other people that know more about me do the talking when it comes to cars. And honestly, I was just, I just like walked into the Mercedes dealership. It's in a, also, let me explain. Let me set the scene for you. This Mercedes dealership is in a very nice area. It's called the main line. It's a very wealthy area. And, um, I just, you know, as soon as you get to the main line, you only see Teslas and Maseratis and Beamers and like Maybachs and like very, very nice cars only. And I'm driving into the Mercedes dealership and it's all these like super wealthy people. (laughs) And then like me walking in and it's all just all these guys, you know, all these guys are working there. And I just, I just get so intimidated. My anxiety was through the roof during the whole test drive. I was like, I can't wait for this to be over so I can get out of here. Um, And then two hours later, he's like, hey, you guys bringing the car back? I felt like a criminal, even though I didn't have the car and it was at the dealership and it's been there because I took a seven minute test drive. I felt like a criminal. I really, truly did. Um, So I'm so glad that that was like like solved. I texted him after. I was like, I'm so sorry again. Like I truly only took like a seven minute test drive. And he was like, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. It was my fault. Please let me know if I can help you with anything else. So he was super nice about it. And I, I feel bad for him. And I'm apparently empathetic and taking on his emotions. I talked to my therapist about it yesterday. She confirmed that I am empathetic. So I guess I am empathetic. Thank you, therapist. Um, so anyway, I started to feel so bad for him. I was like, oh, he must feel so embarrassed. I, I don't know. I started feeling really bad. I called my mom about it. And she was like, oh, my God, that's so weird. I'm like, I know. I know. It was so bizarre. But anyway, you can take a car home overnight if you ask. Didn't know that. Uh, maybe I'll do that in the future. There's this one car that I loved, but I don't think I'm going to get it. I, I know I'm not going to get it because I'm going to keep my car that I have now. Anyway, okay, let's stop talking about cars. We're not, that's not us. That's not us. Okay, let's get into today's topic. Here I am and I'm like, oh, I don't really have anything to talk about, but I've been talking for what, like 15 minutes? 
for the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine. And that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't a search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't even know. When I record, it doesn't tell me how long I record for. I work okay. I'll tell you guys how, what I do. Um, so I record on GarageBand, and I use an Audio Technica mic, and I just plug it into like old Beats headphones because you have to plug it into something. Um, it's very makeshift over here. My managers are always like, "Oh, you, got, you should record your, you know, stuff and like put it up on YouTube." And I'm like, "I don't think people want to see this because I'm literally let me set the scene. It's 7:42 in the morning. It's Thursday morning, 7:42, 7:40 a.m. Sorry, my digital clock is ahead 7 40 a.m and I have my glasses on my pajamas on and I have a blanket on and I'm just chilling on my couch talking to you guys so it's not very interesting to look at you're the least interesting to look at oops I just heard my tv on by accident my foot hit the remote no I didn't so anyway uh yeah what am I talking about irrelevant stuff let's get into today's topic I'm very excited about it so yesterday when I was getting ready for the test drive um I you know you know how like girls I think we all kind of do this when we get ready we pretend like we're youtubers and we're like okay guys this is like this is my makeup routine like I'm gonna do this and this I don't know if everyone does it but I do it a lot and it's funny to me because I used to do that like for a living so it's like funny to me now that I'm like pretending to do it in my room when I could very easily much so just like pick up a camera and actually like record it and post it and people would watch it it's funny to me but anyway so I was like doing that and I was like okay I'm gonna take like this concealer and you know dab it in I'm very natural with my makeup these days blah blah whatever and then I literally said this podcast out loud and I was like, oh my God, I need to be writing this like, I need to be writing this down and I need to record this tomorrow morning because this is a, I almost was like about to take out my mic right then and there and do it. But I had the test drive, so I had to go, but I was like, I'm about to like record this right now. Like this is so good. Um, so I said this all yesterday and I was like, wow, like honestly, since I've started living my life like this, it's been drastically better in the way that. I present myself in the way that I show up for myself has been so much better since I've taken on this um, new way of thinking. So let me explain. So this episode is pretty much about the perception of yourself, how you think others perceive you based on how you perceive yourself, essentially is what this is. I don't think this is new information. I'm sure I learned it from a bunch of different people. It's not like I listened to one podcast episode and I was like, yes, I'm going to change my life about the way I think. But it's more so like throughout the years, I've noticed these things. I've picked up these things. So I don't think this is new information, um, but there's not like one source that I can credit it back to. It's honestly just been like throughout the years of my whole life, literally from some of my earliest memories until like this very present moment of my life right now. So it's just been throughout all of the years. So let me give you guys a funny backstory and kind of where it's led me to that connected all the dots for me. So I remember it was New Year's Day of 2020. So no, sorry, New Year's Eve of 2020. So January 31st. And Katie sent me and Lindsay, Katie Brennan sent me and Lindsay this big long 
notes app note about how she wanted to kind of like reinvent herself, you know, like a new year resolution, but to another level of (laughs) she can't believe people have seen her the past year. (laughs) And that sounds crazy to say, but hear me out. So Katie was saying all this and, you know, Lindsay and I are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like being very supportive, whatever. But we weren't really getting it. But we're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Go, Katie. Um, We're like, well, you'll have one last hurrah where people see you and then you'll like get to like, you know, be reborn into like this beautiful butterfly that you want to be in the summer and like be this version of you that you want to be, whatever. And Katie and and Lindsay and I are like so supportive. We're like, woohoo, go, Katie. So then the next day, it's New Year's Day and... um. We're all sitting on Lindsay's bed at the beach house and um, we're looking through, I'm looking through pictures on my phone and I was looking for this one picture. I think Lindsay and I started talking about our hair color and what we wanted to do with our hair. And I was looking for this one picture of Lindsay and I and I scrolled to it and I found it and it was from January of 2020 and I held it up to Lindsay and I was like, I can't believe that we used to look this good and act like we didn't even look this good because dude, like we looked so good and we didn't even know it. And then I looked back at pictures and I'm like, Oh no, we did know it because we were all, we were constantly taking like pictures of ourselves and we were like taking pictures with each other and we were taking these videos and like we, like I looked back on those pictures and I was like, we were so pretty. (laughs) I'm so weird. I'm saying this out loud, but like, I mean, I get it's true. I was like, we looked so good. I don't know. I also don't think that's self-centered to like like how I looked. I think everyone should like how they look. Anyway, I was like, we we were so pretty. Like, we don't take pictures of ourselves now. We don't selfie ourselves now. We don't do any of that stuff now. And then we literally had the same thought that Katie had, and we were like, wait, when people think that Tori and Lindsay are coming to like a bar or going out to like meet them with like a group of people, are they expecting the January 2020 version of Tori and Lindsay with the extensions, the bleach blonde hair, the self tan, the pretty makeup? Are they expecting that version or are they getting the January or are they, oh my God, I said New Year's Day was January 31st. It's December 31st. I knew that sounded wrong. Or are they getting the December 2020 version of Tori and Lindsay, because that is very different because here we are a pandemic later. Our roots are grown out beyond belief. We don't self tan anymore. We don't put on makeup anymore. And our hair is like very dark (laughs) because we just don't really go get it done anymore because why do we need to? And I was like, people are expecting that and they get this. And then Lindsay and I got embarrassed and we felt like the secondhand embarrassment. And we were like, oh my God, like we, and then while Lindsay and I are having this epiphany, Katie's like, yes, you guys now understand what I was saying. And the three of us are just having this huge crisis. Okay. <laughs> it sounds so stupid to say out loud, but we're having this crisis and we're like, I can't believe we've let ourselves go like why did we stop putting effort into ourselves? why did we let this pandemic like make us you know and we were all in sweatshirts and sweatpants and we were like a year ago we would have been in at least leggings maybe even like a cropped sweatshirt but now we're just like free balling it for lack of a better term letting it all go 
we're in sweats and sweatshirts and we walk around in public like this. How dare, like we would literally were like just having this crisis of like when we cared about ourselves, we wouldn't have done this. But now like people are expecting that, whatever. And we just kept putting so much of our perception, sorry, so much of our like worth into the eyes of other people in that conversation. And it was just a, it was a funny moment for us. Like I look back on it and um, I I love it because we're kind of still in it (laughs) until Memorial Day where we're like in this like really trying to just become a, a version of ourselves that we love. Um, that's really what it is. Like the three of us are on this huge self-love journey and um, it's really been awesome to like watch and be a part of. Like we have two group chats of the three of us. One of them is where we talk about like our self-love journey and the other is just like our group chat that we talk in like every day. That's like stupid. We'll talk about literally anything. Um, but what I mean is like, we've just been like very motivating towards one another. And it's not that we're trying to lose weight. It's not that we're trying to get healthy. It's not that we're trying to look a certain way. We're just trying to love ourselves. And I really think it's been such an amazing journey for all three of us, because for me, I've never been in a better place with my body image and with, um, my eating that I've talked about in past episodes. And I want to do a whole episode about kind of like how I healed it. Um, but truly it's never been better. And it started since January. Um, Katie has deleted her Instagram. She will come back to it, um, in the summer. And she thinks that that has helped her immensely since deleting her Instagram. And I can agree like her mental health has truly never been better. She's sleeping so much better. Um, she has her life figured out in a way that she loves right now. And it's been great to watch that. Lindsay is in a really, really good place. She just got a new job that she's starting in a couple of months. Um, I think she's in a really good headspace mentally. Um, Katie and I both have therapists. Lindsay's getting one too. So that's been awesome. She's, I mean, we're all just completely like thriving and we're not basing it off of a number on a scale. We're not doing anything like that. Um, it's really just like this journey of self-love to find a version of ourselves that we love. And it's not like we're looking at like pictures on Pinterest or Instagram as like inspo pics. We're not like looking at like all the top trends of like what clothes are trendy to buy. It's like we're truly just doing things that we know throughout the years make us feel our best and we're doing that. And that kind of brings me into today's topic of conversation, which is, which again, it might be kind of short, but I think it's important, which is the perception of ourselves is how we think others perceive us or how others view us. Let me explain what I mean. So yesterday when I was putting on my makeup, I was saying out, I literally, I'll just pretty much say what I said out loud because to me it sounded perfect. (laughs) So I was putting on my makeup and I was kind of talking it through and I I got to the step of blush. And personally, I don't like blush on my face because I just think it makes my face look really round. I already have a very round face. And even when I try and do the trick of like putting it up high, it's still just like, 
it makes its way down. <laughs> and it just, it doesn't really look that good on me. So I'll do blush, but I won't do a ton of blush. But I love blush on the tip of my nose. And I love making my nose look um, like red. <laughs> like almost dirty, dare I say. Like I put a lot of bronzer on my nose. Not to contour it, but just honestly to put color on my nose. I put a lot of bronzer. I put a lot of blush on my nose. And I just think it looks so cute. I think it's very youthful. Um, childish almost. And I just think it's really, really cute. I love how it looks on me. And... I was saying, okay, I love how it looks on me. Let me get that out of the way. And because I love how it looks on me, I walk around very confident because I love how my makeup is done. To go along with that, I was saying how on my wedding day, I think about this a lot, on my wedding day, I will definitely get my hair done, but I don't think I'll get my makeup done. Reason being, I know how I like my makeup on my face and I know how I like to do my makeup and that's what makes me feel most confident. But makeup, as we all know, can really alter how your face looks. And if someone else views my face differently than how I view my face and they do makeup that they think looks amazing on me, but if I don't love it, I'm not going to walk around on my wedding day feeling beautiful and confident. And that's obviously how I want to feel. So I always say, think to myself, like, I think I'm going to do my own makeup on my wedding day um, because I know my face and I would feel beautiful and confident if I did my makeup the way that I know I like. So with that being said, the blush on my nose, I do my makeup the way I like. I then walk around feeling very confident and very beautiful. And because of that, I walk out of the house feeling that way. And that's the energy that I give off. And that's automatically how I assume other people view me. I assume other people love my makeup just as much as I do because I love it. Someone else could look at my makeup and be like, that, that, that sucks. Like she completely does her makeup the wrong way for her face. And if they told me that, I would probably be like, huh? I don't see that at all because I love it. Now, if I was doing makeup that I didn't love on me, for example, I don't like how cut creases look on me. I've tried time and time again, but I just don't really like how it looks on me. And I don't like how my nose contoured looks on me. I think it looks so weird when I try and like heavily contour my nose. I always do like a little bit. Like I said, I always put some bronzer on my nose, but it's never to contour. It's honestly just to give color. But whenever I try and like actually contour it, I feel like, I don't know, I hate how it looks on me. So if I walked out with like a contoured nose and cut crease eyes, and even with like lipstick, like if I wore red lipstick, like no way for me, I would walk out feeling so confident that I feel like if people looked at me, they'd be like, what is her makeup? And that's all because that's what I'm thinking internally. That's what I'm thinking in my mind. So if I walk out of here feeling the most confident and beautiful, I feel like everyone that looks at me thinks the same way I do because I love it. Now I'm going to take this a step farther. Close. <laughs> okay. It's been a really big issue with me when it comes to dressing myself in what I call real people clothes. And this all ties back to everything that I'm saying. So when I wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt, I walk out of the house and think nothing of it. And I love that because I feel cozy and I feel confident and I feel fine. You know, I'm like, I don't give a shit and I feel good. 
when I walk around in sweatpants, I feel like everyone else perceives me the same way. Like, I don't care what she's wearing because she doesn't care what she's wearing. But like someone could see me and be like, how does this girl not care at all to like dress up for her life? You know, but because I feel so fine in it, I assume other people view what I'm wearing as fine. Taking that a step farther, I wear workout clothes. If I'm not wearing sweats, I'm wearing workout clothes, meaning I'm wearing either an outfit because I'm going to spin and I love my spin outfits. So I think I look super cute. So when I get to the studio, I'm beaming with confidence because I assume other people also perceive my outfit as cute. Even if they hate what I wear when I spin, to me, I'm confident. And that shows, right? So I just assume, oh, other people like what I wear because I'm wearing it. You know what I mean? Like I like what I'm wearing. So how can other people not like what I'm wearing? It's all internal. If I'm not in workout clothes or if I'm not at the studio about to work out, I'm still wearing workout clothes. So I'll wear like Align leggings, the Align dupe from Amazon and like a little crop jacket, like a little crop zip up. And I'm like, this rocks. This outfit fucks. I love this outfit. I feel so good about myself in this outfit. And then I'll walk out in the world feeling so confident because I love what I'm wearing and I love how I look and I love how cozy I am. I love how chic I look, whatever, all this sort of stuff. And I assume other people love what I'm wearing because I love what I'm wearing. Now, this is where it becomes a problem for me. Whenever I have to get dressed in real people clothes, I really, really struggle with it because I don't like how I look in clothes that aren't like workout clothes. And I've gotten a lot better since January. And there's definitely a big correlation as to why with um, like past issues that I've talked about and how I've resolved it. And now when I put on like real people clothes, um, I feel a lot better about myself than I did in the past, but it used to be a really big problem for me where to the point where I would eventually just try on clothes for hours. I'm not kidding, like at least an hour. And I would typically go back to the first outfit that I put on. Um, but I would exhaust every single possibility you could imagine. Um, and I would typically always wear at least black jeans because to me, it was like leggings, so it looked safe and similar. So I'd always pretty much wear black jeans um, and like some just cute top. And that was it. That was like my go-to with like black booties done. And yeah, it was like basic for lack of a better term, but I felt okay in it. I never felt great, but I felt okay in it. So I'd go out, feel okay, have an okay time and have other people perceive me as looking okay. And then when I would go out, this is pre-COVID, and get attention from guys I would be very shocked because I didn't think I looked that good, but they were, you know, they would tell me that I looked beautiful or whatever it might be, or that someone wanted to come talk to me. And you know, at a bar, it's all based off looks and like attraction and whatever. So I would always just be very shocked because I never liked how I look. But on the flip side, when I would go to a bar without it being planned, so I would be wearing like an athletic outfit or just like leggings and even like a sweatshirt. I would have the best time at bars because, and I would get so much attention from other, from guys at bars as well, because I was just having a good time. I didn't care how I looked. I was radiating this confidence and I just felt amazing about myself. And that showed and it made me more approachable and it made me more talkative towards other people. 
And I was just having such a good time because I was comfortable. I loved how I looked and my mentality was, well, I was already out and I just ended up at a bar rather than I got ready to put on a sweatshirt. I'm not like other girls. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, It was like a whole different mentality switch. If I hated my outfit, for example, I typically would just stay home because I was like, I can't even go out looking like this. I don't even want to go out looking like this. Like I can't, it's so embarrassing to not like at all how I look. And I've gotten in fights before, like in past relationships, like this would lead to like problems and like fights. And like, I would like, I remember my 21st birthday when I was dating my ex-boyfriend and it was the day after my 21st birthday and we wanted to go out to lunch and I sat on my closet floor crying because I hated how I looked and everything and it was really sad. Like it took, we were supposed to go to lunch at 12. Um, we got there at two 30 because I was crying for two hours about my outfit and that I didn't feel pretty in anything. And how could he look at me and think that I'm pretty when I don't even think I'm pretty or, you know, I don't even feel good about myself. So how can I go sit at this restaurant and have other people look at me when I don't feel good about myself, but I would only feel the pressure to wear real people clothes because I was going to like a nicer place when I could have just worn athletic clothes, like, what are they going to do? Kick me out? No, like they're not going to kick me out. Like I can wear whatever I want whenever I want, but you feel obviously like you need to wear something at a certain time for a certain place, whatever. We all know that feeling. So when I would have to dress up a certain way, it would take a long time for me. And it would lead to fights. It would lead to meltdowns. It would lead to breakdowns. When I say fights, I mean, I would just project and I would get very angry and I would just be frustrated with myself about how can I not find any outfit that I like? And I would just like snap and I would just, it was, you know, I'd have like this crazy moment. Um, and I haven't had one in a pretty long time, but they happen. A couple weeks ago, I had a baby shower to go to and I was like up for like two hours picking out an outfit because here would be my problem. And I've learned what to do now, but I figured out what the problem was. I would have an outfit in my head and I would try it on and I would look in the mirror and I would always hate it. Always. And I'm realizing that I'm not picking apart the outfit. I'm picking apart how the outfit looks on myself. So now the outfit isn't the problem, but I'm the problem. And that's not a way that I want to live. So what I've started doing over the past uh, month, I'd say that's been helping me so much when it comes to any outfit, but specifically real people clothes, which I've only had to do three times (laughs) since I've started doing this is I will think of the outfit in my head, maybe look through my closet, just to make sure I'm thinking of like all the options, but I will then create the outfit in my head. I will do my hair and makeup in a way that I like. If I do, if I'm doing hair and makeup, put on the outfit and leave. I won't look in the mirror. I won't take a picture of myself in it before I leave because in my head, this outfit works in my head, this outfit is awesome because that's why I put it together in my head. And I'm going to leave the house with that same mentality that this is a great outfit and that this is what I'm supposed to be wearing and that I feel good wearing this outfit and that I love this outfit. And because I'm confident in this, other people 
are going to see this outfit and also love it and also fuck with it. And I'm going to be talkative. I'm going to be social because I love what I'm wearing. As soon as I look in the mirror, everything changes. I suddenly don't like my makeup anymore. I don't like my hair. I don't like my outfit. I don't like any of it. And then everything spirals and it goes downhill from there. I think other people are going to hate my outfit. I'm not going to be as talkative because I don't like what I'm wearing. I don't like how I look in that moment, whatever. As soon as I stopped looking in the mirror, (laughs) everything got so much easier because it's the same mentality as my makeup. If I love my makeup and I look in the mirror and I'm like, this rocks, this makeup rocks. Like I do my hair and makeup in the mirror. Don't get me wrong. I, I do it. And I know, like I said, I've been doing my makeup for years. So I like, I know how I like my makeup and I know how I like it to be on my face. I'll do my makeup. I'll do my hair. And same with my hair. That's why I always wear my hair straight rather than curly. Cause I like my hair straight more than I like it curled. So I wear what I like because I know that I'll be more confident in what I like. So I do my hair and my makeup in the mirror and I'm like, this rocks. Like this looks great. Like I love how this looks. I feel really good in this, whatever, blah, blah. Then when it comes to my outfit, I put it on and I walk out the door and I have the confidence of my hair, confidence of my makeup and confidence of my outfit because I didn't look at it and it works in my head and that's all that matters because my makeup works in my head and I love it. My hair works in my head and I love it. My outfit works in my head and I love it. That's enough. People really don't care how you look. (laughs) And that's just the truth of the matter. They really don't. If people love you for who you are, it does not matter what they look like. You are always going to love them for who they are and how they show up as a person. You are always going to love them no matter what they look like. If they gained 500 pounds, you would still love them. If they lost 500 pounds, you would still love them. If they woke up with a face of acne tomorrow, you would still love them. If they woke up and dyed their hair uh, rainbow and they did a mohawk, you would still love them. Like it does not matter how anyone looks. And we put so much worth in the perception of ourselves through the lens of others. We look for others to validate how we feel and how we look when really the only validation that we need is within our own heads and it's from ourselves. And since I've changed my whole perspective of stop looking in the fucking mirror and get out the door, my life has gotten so much better. And since I've stopped trying to be an image of myself that I think other people want, I've gotten so much happier. And I've stopped dressing how I feel I should be dressing for events. And I started dressing for things the way that I know makes me feel good. And that has been such a game changer. So guys, I, I want you to take away from this episode that how we perceive ourselves is how others are going to perceive ourselves. And you need to be the guiding light that influences the energy of you. You walk out and you're confident. The only other thing people can do is respect that confidence and love it. That's going to be your best asset. Your confidence is always going to be your best asset. Not what bag you're carrying, not how great your outfit is, not how good your makeup is or how beautiful and shiny your hair is, but a confident girl a confident woman 
stands out in a room. And even if you're wearing the wackiest outfit or the best outfit, the trendiest, if you're confident and you own it, people are going to love it no matter what the hell you're wearing, no matter what you look like. Like I can name a handful of girls that always have no makeup, their hair is never done, and they walk around so casually and everyone loves them because they love themselves. They love how they look. They love how they are. And they have so much confidence. And everybody loves them. I can also think of a handful of girls that have the cutest outfits, the best hair, the best makeup. And everybody loves them because they're so confident. They love how they look. And they own it. It goes both ways. But the common factor is confidence. And if we take those two types of girls that are on very opposite ends of the spectrum, it's not that other people look for a certain look in either girl. It's the confidence that draws everybody in, male, female, however it might be. It's that that draws everybody in. So I encourage you guys to find confidence within yourself by just doing What makes you feel good about yourself? And that's it. Bottom line. If that's dyeing your hair a different color, you go for it. If that's wearing a full face of makeup every day, go for it. If it's wearing a sweatshirt, go for it. You have to do what makes you feel confident, no matter what. Because that is what matters. How you perceive yourself is how you think others view you. That's why it's most important that you love yourself and that you're on this journey of self-love. You're on this journey of confidence. That's why it's so important. That's my two cents on perceiving yourself and our perception and how important it is. I guess this wasn't as short as I thought it would be. I can talk once I get a microphone in front of me. I feel very powerful with a microphone in front of me. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's something that I do feel very passionate about and something that I definitely want to share with you guys. I hope it made sense. When I talk, I kind of black out and I kind of just ramble. So I hope it all ties back together. But um, yeah, this really is a topic that I'm passionate about that once you kind of grasp and understand life really does just get so much better. So I hope you guys loved it. Thank you guys so much for listening and your constant support every single week on the show. This podcast is something that I love and look forward to filming, filming slash recording every single week. And I hope you guys love it as much as I do. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Happy Manifest Monday, guys. You deserve to have the absolute best week of your life. So I hope that happens this week for you. I'm manifesting that for you. And I'll talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye, guys. Love you. 